0: On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we're breaking it down, Michigan State taking on Indiana, we're going to talk about some NCAA tournament implications of other games around the college basketball landscape, then fade Friday on a Tuesday, let's go.
1: You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, March 2nd, the year this is 2021. Yeah. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my just a giant Dayton fan co host, Matt Sheehan.
1: I've always loved my flyers, Will. Me and my flyers always go way back. We know this. You know this, Will. Come on. Yes.
0: Yes, of course. Ah, uh, those flyers coming through in the clutch oh, they, for they your flew, Michigan Will. State Spartans. The flyers flew. Flyers flew, flew. flew. Yep. took down Saint Bonaventure, and uh, one of the Saint teams took down <laughs> Richmond. It was either John's or Joe's. Saint Jays. Saint Jays Saint took Jay's. down the Richmond
1: Spiders as sixteen and a half point underdogs. <laughs> so uh, Ooh, one time was. it was Joe's. Saint, Saint, Saint Jay's.
0: Joe's. Saint, <laughs> Saint Joe's. One time for that. Saint from Joe's. Yes. Yeah, Saint John's. Thank is. you for your service. Yep. Saint John's is the the good programmer. Has been good. But, uh,
1: the the better program. This is
0: not not good necessarily. Shamir Nelson. Oh, sure. Everyone remembers that team. Of course. Feels like yesterday. Um, A couple big games on the bubble that went in Michigan State's favor. We'll talk about those as we sort of work our way through the MSU-Indiana preview, which is what we'll be doing for segments one and two. And then segment three, we're going to make up for not doing Fade Friday Friday last week because we were too damn busy. And we're going to do Fade Friday today. In segment three, fade Friday on a Tuesday. That's the plan for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, Matt. Every day. Every day. Five yeah. days a week. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every single day. Every day. All right. So, where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about this game? Or do you want to talk about, you know, let's let's just start with the macro broad view of what this game means, Matt. Because it is critically important for Michigan State to win this game, and it is critically important for Indiana to win this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A yep. lot of places... If you're looking at bracketology, you're going to see a lot of last four in, first four out, Michigan State, Indiana. They're going to be in there. I I think I saw one where um, Indiana was the last team in, Michigan State was the first team out, and then you reverse it. And some other ones, like they are, depending on whose projections you're looking at, they're right next to each other. And it's almost, um, not like literally, but it's almost a loser misses the tournament match. Like Michigan State technically does have chances to make up for it, and yes, Indiana could go on the road and beat Purdue and win a couple games in the Big Ten tournament and probably get in as well if they lose this game. Um, But winning this game for both teams will set them on the right foot towards getting into the tournament
1: playoffs ish start now like yeah i mean and it goes back to our conversation of yesterday like sure they can lose this game and still find a way in but it would be the biggest opportunity that you've blown right there down the stretch no doubt just like kind of maryland like maryland like we talked about fourth game in eight days you're playing against a team that's a good and be very well rested coming off of six days of rest um that was still a pretty good opportunity, though, because, mm-hmm. well, well, they're not Michigan on Thursday, or they're not Michigan on Sunday. Um, no. So any way you slice it, down the last five games here, starting back at that Maryland game, I, I think that the easy way to say it, and of course there's intricacies, if you will, about this, but just win two games. Win two of your last five. Beat mm-hmm. Maryland and Indiana. Okay, beat Indiana and the first Big Ten tournament game. Beat Indiana and then once against Michigan. Win two games anyway. You slice it. Hey, who knows? Maybe you will lose to Indiana, you lose to Michigan, you lose to Michigan, but you win the first two Big Ten tournament games. I'm not feeling confident about that, but at least you're still having a sweaty selection Sunday and thinking about it. Um well, yeah, it, that's, it's, that's it's gonna, two games. Will. that's,
0: well. that's going to include a win either over Michigan or Illinois if you Correct. win the first two Big Ten tournament games, and that's something to consider their positioning within the conference. If they win oh, yeah. their first game in the Big 10 tournament, their next game will be against a top 5 opponent.
1: Yeah? No, no doubt it will be. Um so yeah, the the long short of it is you got to win two games, so here's a major major opportunity and mm-hmm. you're playing what we hope is a Indiana team with a Wildly low morale. You got to hope oh. that they think that their season is dead. Like they have just taken three straight losses on the yep. chin. They yep. got beat by Michigan uh, to the tune of 60 points, seemingly. They blew a 15 point lead against Rutgers the game before mm-hmm. that. And, of course, Will, I don't know if you remember this, they also know. blew a second half lead against your Michigan State Spartans to complete the trifecta of three losses. So you just got to hope that they see the writing on the wall with Archie Miller. It's a sinking oh. ship, a lost cause. Once again, Hoosier basketball did not live up to preseason. And expectations and you just got to hope that we got a mopey set of zoo lions coming in to <laughs> Breslin Center ready to just nice. get out of there after the 40 minutes of basketball. Do I, do I think it happens? I don't, know. I don't necessarily think it happens. Is it wishful thinking? Oh, oh, you bet it is, Will. You bet it is.
0: It would be nice. It would be nice if Indiana could just like forget to get off the bus. Oh, because, kick the ball around here. Yeah, that there's been like a game, maybe to – in the conference season where Michigan State hasn't been the team that forgot to get off the bus. Like, if someone forgot to get off the bus, it's always Michigan State. Can we, like, it's the team that's starting down 11-0, to yeah. Yeah. One time in a big spot, can Michigan State just get out to, like, a 15-2 to lead and we can all just – Breathe for like 13 minutes before it inevitably is a four-point game in the second half. Like just I'm not
1: breathing until MSU leads by 40 tomorrow uh, or tonight, rather. Just for the heads up, I, I'm comfortable with no lead uh, in these last few games here.
0: Speaking of breathing, yeah, a little bit of breathing room for your Spartans, a little bit. What
1: a transition! Yeah, you're you're a, you're a pro, just a complete thank pro. you. Wow,
0: the bubble. Um, Got one lighter, for sure, Mm -hmm. but also one heavier in a good way. As we mentioned kind of quickly a little bit at the top, Richmond, who was one of the first four teams out, or potentially a last four in, right there, right in the thick of the bubble, 17-point favorites against St. Joe's, at home, lost to a 4-14 St. Joe's team, and It's just one game, Uh, but when you're Richmond and when you're hanging on by a thread and when you're welcoming in one of the worst teams in the A-10, and it's probably going to be, I haven't looked at their net rating, but it's probably going to be a quad three loss for Richmond. Um, Unless they win the A-10 tournament, Matt, they're off the Mm -hmm. bubble. They're done.
1: It's, It's death, and then there's taxes, and then there's Richmond being in the first four out late in February, and then there's Richmond screwing the pooch uh, in yep. early March to get themselves off the yep. bubble. So th- that is yep. the, the four guarantees in life now. So thank you, yes. Spiders, for yes. uh,
0: your time here. So they can go on, get up out of here. The other one that is of note, of importance, also in the A-10, Matt, the A-10, just making sure they are a one-bid one big league this year. Just They see the big picture. They, they, they know
1: the Big Ten has to get 10 teams in. Yeah. That's very kind of them.
0: Uh, St. Bonaventure who was you know round about an 11 seed in a lot of brackets mm-hmm. occasional 12 I don't think I ever saw them as a 10 but some 11 some 12s um they lost as well Matt to Dayton who is not as bad as St. Joe's uh, but is kind of a middle of the pack a 10 team and uh, when you're when you're an 11 seed Matt and you're in the A10, and you're relying on like, hey, look at look at them. They've only lost four games all season. They should really be considered hit the bricks. Oh, it's tough. Every hit single the loss, when you it's lose. like, yeah, it's it's. I don't know if they're going to drop all the way out. I don't know enough about like bracket things to uh, to know that. But that's going to really hurt them. Dayton was 12 and 8 coming into that game. St. Pine Adventures was 13 and 3. Like that's that's going to yeah. hurt them. I wouldn't be stunned if they dropped below Michigan State and Indiana's level um just because and I believe that was a loss at home as well. That uh that one stings, Matt. That's a tough loss. That's a really bad loss for them to have. Even though they're still tied for first in the A10 regular season, like it's they're starting to rack up losses in that league and it's it's either going to be St. Bonaventure or VCU essentially whoever wins the A 10 tournament is going to get their bid because Davidson's not getting there. Uh, St. Louis I don't think is going to be able to get there. And then no one else now that Richmond has lost uh, in that conference is going to be close. So, yeah, they uh, they've gone from two, potentially three teams to now just one team. That helps teams like Michigan State.
1: And really quick too, just to keep it at home with the Big Ten, uh, Rutgers has also taken a massive L on the chin tonight uh, against Nebraska. Right now, one three one Sports has them as an eight seed. They are an eight seed or a nine seed uh, at a lot of different bracketologists. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that loss to Nebraska changes things, anything whatsoever, to the now thirteen and ten Rutgers Scarlet Knights?
0: It probably drops them a line. Nothing to like.
1: Put them on the bubble, though, or have them in like swap territory with Michigan State should they win. On
0: no, road. I, I still think they're okay. They beat Illinois. They beat Maryland at home or on the mm-hmm. road. They beat Purdue at home. They beat Indiana on the road. Um, then they beat Indiana at home, and none of their losses like what their worst losses at Michigan State, which is Quad One. So. Yeah. This will be their first quad two loss, and that's tough, but it's still, since it's at Nebraska, it's just a quad two loss. They'll be okay, but now going to Minnesota at the end of the week is much more interesting, as is their Big Ten tournament game. If they lose to Minnesota and they lose their first game in the Big Ten tournament, say to Michigan State, yeah they they could be in some real trouble. But I think they're because they're, you know, an eights comfortably in, right? You're you're still like three or four seed lines away from being out. I think they're okay. They'll drop certainly, but they're still not yet a team they're like, hey, Michigan State, can they jump records? No, not quite yet. They got a little bit ways a little bit more ways to uh, to fall to get back to MSU. Fair. All right. Just want
1: to clear that up Fair before heading the break.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll do more specifics about this game. And kind of preview it here. Coming up in just a second. But first, a word from Rock Auto.
1: Rock Auto. If you got a car, you got to get your stuff from Rock
0: Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else, Matt? gas pedals whether it's for your classic car or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door and best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why 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 would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts
1: uh you would if you were a giant clown sorry my my kid is crying in the background and i got the hell? I'm i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry but you're not I'm a clown. I'll, I'll take a laugh, I'm sorry.
0: You're not a clown like Matt. You're yeah. a smart person, so you're going to go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com We're covering everything you need to know about Michigan State, but what about the rest of the sports world? Well... The Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It is hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. Okay, Matt, we are uh, familiar with this Indiana basketball team.
1: Yeah, we sure are. Really like the second half more than the first half. Um, Oh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, I do like this Indiana team. I do like that they are not that great at guarding the perimeter. It's one of the very Mm -hmm. few times this year Michigan State
0: has shot above 40% from 3. 7-17, 41% from 3. Michigan State was in that game.
1: Good day at the line, 13-15 of from the free throw line. And on the flippity-flop, Will, uh, Indiana went 4-19 of from 3-point line to the tune of 21%. 17-24 from the line for a uh, pedestrian 70%. I... I have a stat right in front of me, and it might be an obvious one, but I think it's one that's interesting. And it's, a hey, how is MSU going to win this game? Well, this team goes as far as one player goes, and it's not the point guard. It's not a center or anything. It's the obvious guy. It's Aaron Henry. Uh, Well, Uh MSU is 7-10 in Big Ten play, if I got that correct in front of me. In games where Aaron Henry scores 16 points or more, what is MSU's record in Big Ten play?
0: Um of this yeah 7 and 10 uh, when he scores 16 or more i would say like 6 and 3
1: they are 7 and 0 oh when he scores 16 or more that is when not he, true. that is that is true
0: he scored 24 points against iowa ah uh, dang it <laughs> i even acted like i didn't know the answer for you oh shit you know what you're correct, though. Like, uh, you're overwhelmingly correct. I was the only game.
1: Strike it, reverse it. You know what? You, you know it's what I'm You
0: Go with the stat. It's fine because no, everything else he, works. Because
1: he, he, here's the stat In all seven of MSU's wins, he scored 16 or more. Yes. Uh, yes. MSU is uh, obviously their other 10 games. He's scored 16 or more in one. Should we do the segment over? Like, are we no, early no. enough in this or no? Okay, perfect. Absolutely
0: great. not. Good. No. He When when he scores 16 or more points, Michigan State is 7-1 and one in conference play. The one loss was against Iowa when he scored 24, and they lost.
1: The other nine games, too, though, he scored less than 16. Should have written that down more diligently in my notes so I knew how to say that instead of just writing, Henry, 16, 7-0, because now I just look like an idiot once again. But, uh, hey, do you get the point. Uh, Aaron Henry's got to shine. He's got to show up. That's a lot of pressure to put on the kid. And not only that, too, but, well, I mean, as we know, we're also praying that he has at least... Two more supporting roles that uh, show out here too. In the first Indiana game, it was Langford. It was also Brown, as he shot four of eight from behind the arc. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't really get a good supporting cast, and he wasn't all too great in the Maryland game either. Uh, four of sixteen shooting for eleven points. That ain't gonna get it done. Um, safe to say that they need Henry to show up and two other cast members. Do you think it will be Langford once again and also Brown once again, or do you see someone else? Creeping up, or also on the contrary, on the negative side, is four of eight shooting from Gabe Brown. Uh, not a lot that we can expect here uh, for a second game against the Hoosiers, Well,
0: Well, I definitely think it'll be Lankford. Um, he has, over the last few weeks, certainly taken that sort of one beast, I guess, two second guy role. Like it's, it's Ben Henry's show. Um for much of the season, and now Langford has certainly settled in as the number two option, he is going to and should take the second most shots uh, on the team. Yeah, I don't really know beyond that because there, there have been moments where Rocket Watts has done that. There have been moments where Gabe Brown has done that. There have been moments where Joey Hauser has done that. I I don't feel good uh, saying anyone's going to be able to be the sort of third Guy, what I'm really hoping for is, you know, Aaron Henry is able to score an efficient 24, something like that. Langford's able to get 15 to 17. And then someone else, anyone else gets 10. Right. And then someone else gets six. right? And then you just kind of add it up eventually. Like Hauser scores 10, 11, 12, something like that. And eventually you sort of piece your way to 73 points or, or something along those lines.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. How do you prevent Trace Jackson Davis from scoring 34 like he did last game, too? I mean, is it going to be the other kitchen sink where you just keep on showing him guys? You get, you know, Maddie in there to have five fouls? Like, how how on earth do you. uh, I know because he's actually good. He shot
0: 16 free throws last game. That's how he got to 34 points, Matt. Uh,
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. Oh yeah. So what is the answer? Is there no answer? Is it just let Trace Jackson Davis get his? Like okay, hey here you could get your twenty six points, and then just lock it down at the other positions. What's I mean that's, answer, ki- well?
0: that's 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 kind of how they defend bigs and always right. have and seemingly oh. always Typically, will. I except thought, for
1: the Iowa game, but yeah. Eh. I, mean, uh.
0: I thought Kithier actually did okay against him. He was probably the most effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was fine. You would think from a matchup and just sort of like stature and physicality standpoint, like Marcus Bingham, it sort of makes sense. Because Trace Jackson Davis, not that he's a finesse guy, um, but he does more with like moves and athleticism than compared to like a Kofi Coburn where he's just like a bull, right? Or Luca Garza. Garza has certainly has skill, but he's also a massive wide person. Like Jackson Davis is more, God, he's almost more like a power forward type guy, like a, a springy... Wing a big springy big wing that happens to play down low. Like he's not huge. He's he's a more skillful, smaller big. So you would think someone like Bingham, who sort of matches up frame wise like that, but also has an incredible reach. And you'd think like, hey, you can stay in front of him. um But you know, Kithier I think worked because D- Jackson Davis isn't someone who's going to overpower all that much, and. With Kithier, like it's like, hey, just kind of stay in front of him, be in good position, and make it difficult on them, and that seems to work a little bit, and that's what Kithier can do defensively, uh, and definitely had some success against him last game. So, yeah, I think you just try some different options, see who's doing the best job, and stick with that person.
1: I'm scared. Well, should I be scared? I'm just, I'm living life in, in scared? fear
0: all day today. Yeah, I mean, scared is scared is a strong word. Uncomfortable, certainly. I mean, Michigan State's three-point favorite. Yeah. (sighs) Helps. I I was locked
1: on Big Ten earlier today, and I know that uh, Ken Pomeroy has a different thought than Vegas does about the game, which really freaks me out.
0: Well, keep in mind, Ken Palm is a season-long thing, and over the season, Indiana has been better than Michigan State. But Indiana has also... Not a team that can play with Michigan State if they play like they did against Illinois and if they play like they did defensively against Ohio State. Forget about it. Indiana's going to score 45 points. Of late, of late, of late, Indiana has lost 4 of 5. Their only win was a close-ish game at home against Minnesota, who's just been on a free fall. They lost to Ohio State. They lost to Michigan State. They lost to Rutgers. They lost to Michigan And Michigan State beat them on the road, beat Illinois, beat Ohio State, the number two and three team in the conference at home, and then, you know, fell on their face against Maryland. So recent form suggests Michigan State should be a favorite in this game, and they both have a ton of stakes. They're both on similar rest. They've both been playing a lot. It won't be a game where Michigan State is playing a team that hasn't played a game in a week. Thank God, which is like in retrospect total bullshit. I can't believe that happened, but whatever. We're moving on. We're moving on. Not
1: nah, here to complain about it. We'll, we'll complain about on. it after Selection Sunday if it doesn't shake out oh, yeah. well. If for they us. don't, yeah, 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 if they don't
0: make it, I'm in a strongly worded letter, Kevin Warren. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was crap. But won't matter in this game. so two teams, similar spots. One seems to be in a little bit better form. The other one seems to be just barrel rolling its way into hell and firing its coach in about a week.
1: Uh, to pray to God, low morale right. It's just in that
0: locker room. Just It just sort of feels that way. So, yeah, Ken Palm has it. 69-68 to 68 win for Indiana. Not nice. 49% chance of victory. Yeah, Indiana's the number 37 team in Ken Palm. Michigan State, 62nd. That is because Michigan State um, loses games by, like, 30. When they lose, they lose big, big. They commit to it,
1: man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> of their 10 losses, 7 of them are by 10 or more points. It feels like so, that too. Yeah. So, that uh, that'll do it, Matt. Yeah. Well, uh, I
1: I I'm not gonna be well all day today. Like I'm gonna have this awful fine. anxious pit in Grow up. Why
0: would I
1: Why would I start now? Why would
0: I start? Grow and, up. And, no. All right, we're gonna not. do Fade Friday and a Tuesday here in just a second. But first, word from Bet Online. Oh, dot ag. The same people sponsoring Fade Friday. And the same people that are bringing you Fade Friday and a Tuesday are bringing you this. Wonderful ad read by yours truly. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA college basketball and NHL are in full swing. And if we got the madness coming up, if you want to get in on that, oh, you better be set up with Bet Online. They also cover award shows, TV shows, reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. One word, LOCKEDON, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. There's simply no better place... Take all of the news in the Big Ten Conference, and with Big Ten, Ben Stevens in the Lockdown Big Ten Podcast featuring Matt Sheehan yesterday. Ooh, that's right. Or today. Maybe. Today. Yeah. Today. Yeah, today. Whether it's football, basketball, baseball, if it's happening in the Big Ten, Ben's got you covered with an in-depth look at the conference every Monday through Friday. Subscribe to Lockdown Big Ten wherever you get your podcasts. Matt, it is time.
1: It's time. I'm still kicking myself it's for time. completely botching the uh, Aaron Henry stat last segment. But, oh, well, do you know what? we got to put our head down. Do uh, you want to try hands. it again? Um, no, I don't actually. No. okay. I, I'll, I'll just take one L today. That, that, okay. Thank you very much. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Fate Friday, though. I, what, Will, speaking of Ls, uh, do you know who did not catch a lot of Ls uh, two weeks ago when we did this? You. You. It's me. It's me and you, Will. Will, you went wow. two and one because you had a game canceled, uh, sadly. Uh, so you uh, were up three units that weekend. And uh, yours truly on this side of the microphone, I went four and zero. I went four and zero. Oh, how about that? Shout out uh, Naomi Osaka for her 2-0 sweep over uh, Jennifer Brady. I think it was. Uh, who cares? Uh, no matter who it was. Good on you, Gen- um, Jennifer right. Brady. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not. You know what? I I kind of faked being a tennis person uh, that That's one day. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah,
0: we all do it. It's all good. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, so four picks from each of us. We're going to rank them uh, on a scale of one to three units for confidence. And we'll go from there. Will, do you want to walk this one out? Do you have the MSU-Indiana game in your pick? Should we just start with that one?
0: I'm ending with that one.
1: I like that. Okay. A little cliffhanger action there. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start, Matt. Please do. I'm going to start in the Big Ten. Yeah, I'm all Big Ten today, too. Big game. Yeah. Big Big game between Illinois and the University of Michigan. Michigan's going to win the conference unless somehow they lose out, oh. which, you know, they got going to play those Spartans twice and it's yeah, going to be tough. True. The Wolverines, Matt, mm-hmm. are eight-point favorites against Illinois. Eight spot. That is a massive number.
1: That's a big number.
0: That is a huge number, and I'm going to lay it because yeah. – yeah. That is a good team.
1: Uh, yes, dear correct. God. Yeah, and and the other team complains whenever you touch all oh, them. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's and they're the not going to enjoy yeah.
0: playing. Uh, they're not going to enjoy playing Michigan because uh, they play defense really well. No. And uh, Illinois is big knows? anti-defense. So, yeah. yeah. Who knows about Tissunmu? Three units. Michigan minus eight. Three bagger. That's what's
1: up. I'm going to do the same game here. I'm not going to pick a side though. I'm going to do the total. And wow. on the heels of talking about defense and just the question marks around Ayudasunmu as well, I like the under 145 and a half. I feel like that's a bigger number. Uh, the reason is, yeah, I could see Michigan getting like 75. That's not a question mm-hmm. there, but like I, I kind of struggle. Um, seeing Illinois hold up their end of the bargain and get into seventy, even sixty-five, I think might be a little difficult for them. Dare I dare I say sixty could be hard for them. So yeah, I'm going to go under uh, one forty-five here. I'll I'll, I'll uh, Salt Bay sprinkle two units on that one. That's that's okay. just just two,
0: just two. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, I'm going to keep it in the Big Ten as well, Matt. Oh yeah, let's go. All Big Ten for Fade Friday on a Tuesday. Love this. We have Purdue. Sure do. Hosting Wisconsin. Absolutely. And there's a point spread. I don't care about it. I don't care about it. All right, perfect. I'm I'm looking at the total 129.5. And And you may think to yourself, Big Ten basketball. (laughs) That is a low total. And you know what? You would be right. But I'm going under.
1: That's right. Because, what was the uh, Michelle Obama quote? When they go low, we go even lower. I, I think yeah. that's that's what it is. Yeah, that, <laughs> I think that, that, that applies to batting as well, so perfect. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah, the, the Badgers um, haven't been exactly scoring the hell out of the rock lately. Uh, needless to say, <laughs> it's been tough. They haven't really been getting after it. And, you know, defense occasionally will show up, and when they play a bad offense, the defense will hold Northwestern to 51, Nebraska to 48, something like that. Purdue same could be said kind of struggle a little bit on the offensive side great defense this thing is going to be played at a snail's pace they might actually play like 58 possessions perfect
1: I love so that I'm, I'm
0: I'm going under that tiny number of 129
1: and a half how many units are, are we through in this guy
0: 17 units 17 units okay fine <laughs> we'll, we'll
1: let you do it um I'm going to be the same, uh, picking that game for my second one as well. Purdue, I am going to take the minus one and a half. Uh, MSU was kind of in a spot all season when we were just waiting for them to flip the switch on. Uh, You know who else has been waiting to flip the switch on, too, is also Wisconsin. Um, They're just a little better. Like They're supposed to flip the switch from being pretty solid to pretty great. Uh, I think it's, at this point, clear that it's not going to happen. They have issues that they just can't figure out, and Purdue... It's been a solid team, and uh, yeah, so I'm just going to go Purdue, minus one and a half here with uh, eh, two units, why not? Feel, feeling spicy today, so. Feeling uh, spicy. Well, are you taking the side and total for this MSU Indiana game?
0: No. I'm wow, going to me. leave the Big Ten. Okay, goodbye. I'm going to go to a place that doesn't care about basketball one bit, and that is Tuscaloosa, Alabama.
1: No, yep, there we go.
0: The Iron Bowl... On the hardwood, the Alabama Crimson Tide playing the Auburn Tigers. This total, Matt,
1: mm-hmm.
0: 157 and a half.
1: That's a high one. Yeah, that's that's up there. Wow. Okay, so two totals. Your first one is 129
0: and a half. Your second is 157 and a half. I uh-huh. like this. I like this. All right. These teams play at an incredibly fast pace. Mm-hmm. Alabama second fastest team in the entire country Auburn 57th, 57th fastest team in the entire country So you may be thinking hey they're going to get there right that's gonna, that's a that's a total little hit not so fast not so fast Alabama third best defensive efficiency in the country Auburn struggling on the offensive side of the ball, playing at a lightning pace, still struggling to score against good defenses. They scored fifty seven points on Florida map. That's in tough, Will. Seventy one possessions. That's
1: yeah, that's that's tough.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't see this going well. For Auburn, give me the under like ninety to 60. sorry right, absurd there we go. score like yep. that. I could
1: do seven points clearly under. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to go under two, but I am going to be picking the Michigan State-Indiana game for this one. The total points is 137 right now. Uh, th- these are two desperate teams. I think it's going to be a really grinded out sort of game. Uh, pull every cliche into this game. It's going to be Big Ten rough it up basketball. So, I'm going to go under 137 here. I uh, don't really see MSU shooting threes at a, what, 41% clip again against Indiana. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know if they're going to have that 52 point half that they did last time against them. I think this game is really, really going to get screwed down here, and uh, it's, it's, it's going to be a low scoring one. So it's going to be under uh, one unit on that one. I'm not, I'm not too confident. I, I talk confident, but I, I didn't you know,
0: mean that confidence. I like under in that game as well, but my, my big bet for this one, Matt. Yeah, hit me. <clears throat> Don't say it. It's your Michigan State Spartans minus three points. Okay. All right. His name is Archie Miller, not mm-hmm. Marchie Miller.
1: Yeah, one time for John Kirby.
0: <laughs> Thank you, John Kirby. <laughs> one time. Oh, there is man. one thing Indiana basketball has been known for under Archie Miller. And it is pooping their pants at the absolute worst times, the most pressure-packed situations, falling flat on their faces and just being terrible. And Tom Izzo is known for the exact opposite. This is like two teams going or two countries going into a war, and one of the generals is like super fired up about it, and the other one is just sobbing. He's just crying in the yeah. corner, like. Is a Sasha Baron Cohen character? That, that's He's the other. <laughs> Just so terrified, and his his troops look at him. This is like a, a war in like the seventeen hundreds. Troops look at him; they're holding their spears and they're like, what? That we're done. We're done for. Yeah. Michigan State in a rout, Matt in a rout. I don't know if it'll be a route, but I like them laying three. Like a five-seven point win would be good. Yeah, three units. I hope. I, I
1: hope you're right. 17 I'm wrong, units. Well, you, you forgot the second thing Archie Miller does. Units. And, okay. okay. <laughs> the second Max thing Beck, Archie full Miller likes to do. Archie Miller also likes to beat MSU.
0: He does. That jerk.
1: The, the second thing Archie Miller does, other than poop his pants, is also uh, <laughs> rise to the occasion when it's time to beat Michigan State, when MSU really just doesn't.
0: Uh, Except for two weeks ago when uh, they were a tournament team. All they needed to do was win like one or two more games uh-huh. and, uh, to finish out the season. And, and they lost to Michigan State on their home court. Proceeded to lose two more games after that. And now are in peril of missing the tournament.
1: I get all that, but uh, I don't think you get how deep that PTSD from 2018 to 2020 has uh, cut me, Well, it's with three what games. Grow done. up
0: three games once
1: again uh, i will not grow up and if i am going to do it certainly not now um so i'm going to hedge my happiness here i'm going to take indiana plus three and also this kind of protects me too because hey if msu squeaks out a close one i'm still collecting my two unit bet will so yeah i don't know i i i i i hate today i i i'm gonna loathe every single minute of today this is this sucks i hate this man i hate this Usually for state fans, like we go into March thinking, like, "Oh, okay, hey, we're gonna be the four seed, the three seed, maybe a two seed." Uh, hey, should, should we have a calculated loss in the Big Ten tournament to rest up our guys? Like, Ugh. no, how about our fifth game in ten days to uh, just trying to fight for our tournament of lives here to keep the streak alive? This is this is horrible. This is the worst. I hate this. And everyone's like Matt. on Twitter, like, "Oh, March Matt. Madness is back. It's Matt. March." Like
0: everyone, shut up, Matt. Yeah. What do you think Archie Miller's record is against Michigan State? Three and something.
1: Three and four. I have no recollection of those other three games. Yeah, <laughs> I really <right>. don't.
0: <laughs> That's going to do it for us here on Locked- <laughs> They won this year. They won. Um, yeah. And, and the, in the beginning, they won too. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. you know what? It might be three and three. Either way, it's three and three or three and four. All right. That's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to recap. This game, and uh, either I don't know, mildly celebrate and feel good about the chances of this team to make the tournament, or uh, be sounding the alarm and, and folding it up for the rest of the season.
1: Oh, it's going to be a post mortem episode for sure. Oh, and it's going to be tough. Uh, feeling I, good. I'm going to be the saddest. Feeling strong. In the world. Feeling confident. You know what? At least one of us is, and that's that's all I need. I just need one of us to feel okay about tomorrow. Yeah,
0: fantastic. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast met. Take us home.
1: How about some trivia that none of you are going to get right? Uh, it is March 2nd. It's a Tuesday. All right. Uh, who became MSU's first female track national champion when she won the 1975 AIAW 220-yard dash title?
0: Um, Betsy Ross.
1: Uh, no, kind of close in the sense that like the first name is basic and the last name is a man's first name. Uh, Karen Dennis will. Karen Dennis. who could forget that triumphant 1975 AI AW 220 yard dash title? I can't. all right. Go green guys.